Brian Callahan could be on the verge of making his first big mistake with the Tennessee Titans coaching staff. I'll explain why on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Roland, Titans fans. Today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Brian Callahan could be on the verge of making a big mistake with the coaching staff. I'll explain what it is. Also, we got some big excuses from Mike Vrabel now that he didn't get a job. And that leads me into an incredible interview with Chad Brinker, the president of football operations for the Titans, leading the team into the future. I'm going to get into all of that on today's show. Before I do, thank you for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day here on the Locked on Titans podcast, the number one Tennessee Titans podcast in the world. Throw a thumbs up on the video. The show's always free. All ask for in return is the press of a button. And do want to let you guys know that tomorrow, I'm going to be talking about some of the craziest connections we've seen between the Titans and certain players this offseason already. So don't miss out on that. But want to get into this, what I would call, potential big mistake for the Tennessee Titans. So, Brian Callahan has filled the offensive coordinator position. He has filled the defensive coordinator position. The next big spot that needs to be filled is special teams coach. And we finally got our first piece of news on who the Titans may be looking at. And the name that popped up that the Titans are going to interview is Thomas McGahee, former special teams coordinator from the New York Giants. And now look, guys. I am not going to sit up here and tell you that I am diving into New York Giants special teams tape to tell you that Thomas McGahee does a bad job or this and that. But at some point, you have to look at the people in the industry who pay attention to special teams all the time. And at some point, you have to look at what the reaction to McGahee was within his local fan base. And when you look at all three of those components, it doesn't paint a good picture. For Thomas McGahee. So number one, here's what I'll say. What I've heard. I've heard, it's been pretty obvious that Giants fans have pointed out that their special teams units have made critical mistakes in big moments that cost their team the game. All right, now, here's what I would say. I would love to have one of the best special teams units in the entire NFL. I would love that. But at minimum, what I don't want is special teams units that kill you. All right, if the Titans are going to have a special teams unit be middle of the road, you know what I mean? Not too high, not too low. I can live with that and let the offense and the defense carry the way. Of course, you would want special teams to make some plays. But what you can't have at minimum, again, is for your special teams to kill you. And that's what ultimately hurt the Titans this year, whether it be blocked punts in bad situations, 
whether it be the punter getting hurt and that leading to execution issues with the holder, which leads to missed extra points. You can't have back-breaking errors on special teams like muff punts and turnovers and things like that. You simply can't have that, okay? So, yes, I would want a great special teams unit, but what we can't have is a special teams unit that makes big critical mistakes. You can't have that, and based on the last few years with the New York Giants, so McGahee has been the Giants special, special teams corner, coordinator from 2018 to this year, 2023, where he was let go. In the last few years, their special teams units have just been awful. And again, led some big, big losses with special teams mistakes. Now, I have spoke to some people within the media group. Shout out to Patricia Trainer from Locked On Giants. And she was more uh, optimistic about McGahee. She said that she thought it was maybe not necessarily all his fault that some of these mistakes were being made, that the personnel group that he was given wasn't necessarily great and that, you know, personally, he's a good guy. But still, you start to look at some of the data here. If you guys don't know, Rick Gosselin, Rick Gosselin is, is considered a special teams guru of sorts. He does a special teams ranking every single year. So you look at the New York Giants special teams rankings under McGahee. 2018, they were 15th. 2019, they were 7th. 2020, 19th. 2021, 10th. But then 2022 and 2023, they were 28th and 24th respectively. So, you look at that body of work, work, and the majority of the years, McGahee's units were 15th or lower. And I want to point this out. Tom Quinn was the Titans' assistant special teams coach this year. He was brought in in 2023 by Mike Vrabel. He was given the special teams coordinator job after Craig Ackerman was let go. Tom Quinn is considered one of the most experienced special teams coaches in the NFL. The Titans just let him leave. From 2018... To 2021, where the Giants were 15th, 7th, 19th, 10th. The best seasons under McGahee, Tom Quinn was his assistant. Why would you fire Tom Quinn from the Titans staff when you already had him? And then hire a guy who, whose performance dropped off after Tim Quinn, Tom Quinn left. It, it doesn't make any sense. It, you know, it, it just doesn't make any sense to do that. You look at pro football focuses, special teams rankings. 2018, McGahee's unit was fifth. That was the best that he did. But again, he had Tom Quinn, a longtime special teams coach, with him at that time. 2019, 14th. 2020, 22nd. Starts to fall off. 2021, 30th. 2022, 26th. 2023, 24th. Like, there is just no data to back up Thomas McGahee here being a good special teams coach. So I think it would be a big mistake. Now, let me say this. If I'm going to point out a problem, I will point out a solution. I will continue to say Chris Tabor, who was a special teams coordinator for the Panthers in recent years, got their interim head coaching job when uh, they fired their head coach and Frank Reich. But you look at his ratings in pro football focus over the last few years, 2018, 19th, 19, 7th, 27th. 21 6th, 22 6th, 2023 21st, trying to be the head coach and the special teams coordinator is probably hard. But look at that 7th, 7th, 6th. You look at the Rick Gosling rankings. His units were ranked 9th, 9th, 4th. In 2022, the Carolina Panthers special teams unit was ranked 4th in the NFL under Chris Tabor. So Tabor is a guy who is a free agent right now. Why would you not go out and get him 
rather than McGahee. So I think McGahee would be a mistake for Brian Callahan. And at the end of the day, Anthony Levine. Anthony Levine's a longtime special teams dynamo for the Baltimore Ravens, served on their staff as a quality control coach. Mike Vrabel hired him as uh, a special teams assistant this year. He got bumped up to assistant special teams coordinator after the firing of Craig Ackerman. But rather than go out and get McGahee, who's an experienced guy who hasn't performed well, take a chance on a young guy who you might unearth a stud of a special teams coach. Either way, I think McGahee would be a mistake for the Titans. I don't like the idea. Now, he hasn't been hired. It's just an interview that's been requested. But, you know, it's just a a move that I wouldn't grade highly. Now, let me also say this. Does hiring a special teams coordinator that I don't necessarily like mean that the coaching staff is now a big failure? Absolutely not. So always keep that in your mind that this doesn't kill the Brian Callahan staff. All the other positions are much more important to me, but it would be a disappointment and it would be my lowest rated hire on the coaching staff so far. But with that being said, we got some big time excuses for why Mike Vrabel doesn't have a job right now. And again, the hate that the Titans got for letting him go looks dumber by the day. And on the flip side, Chad Brinker gave an incredible interview where he talked about how the Titans are going to build out their analytics staff and what he's doing going forward. And I got to go over the highlights because it was incredibly, incredibly impressive. So we're going to dive into all that here in just a moment. Before we do, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. So make sure that you post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Also want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all those who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. Me personally, I like the Chiefs to win the game. I like Isaiah Pacheco to have a big game with multiple touchdowns. Make sure that you go on FanDuel because there are so many ways to end this season with a W or two or three. You could bet all the player props, over-unders, money line, the spread, and right now, new customers who join today will get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Ty 
Titans fans, let's continue today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We just talked about an interview for special teams coordinator for the Titans and how I'm just not really a big fan of the potential hire. I'm just simply not. I gave some other options that I would like a lot better as well. But with that being said, we got to dive into the rest of the show. And we got some major excuses for why Mike Vrabel doesn't have a job right now. Absolutely insane what we are hearing uh, in the spin that is coming from Mike Vrabel's camp. We're going to get into that, plus what Chad Brinker had to say about how the Titans are modernizing going forward. Before we do, thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Tomorrow, I'm going to go over some rumors that involve the Titans and some players they could be interested in that I think are absolutely insane. Make sure that you're here with me for that. Get subscribed, stay subscribed to the number one Tennessee Titans podcast in the world. But with that being said, I want to go over some reports here because Diana Rossini from The Athletic, who has been tapped in with Mike Rabel News at all turns, it's my opinion that any leaks or any inside information that Diana Rossini had on the Titans over the last few years came from Mike Vrabel. That was his meet. Everybody in the industry has a media person who they leak stuff to. And in return, that media person carries water for them public relations-wise online or will feed them information back in return. It's all about networks. It's all about relationships. It's all about the give and take. That is the way that not only the NFL industry works, but how life works, all right? You do this for me, I do that for you, I give you this, you give me this, all that. And there was an article that came out that had some things to say about Mike Vrabel. And I want to go over one thing that was in that article. Quote, former Tennessee Titans coach Mike Vrabel was never in serious consideration for the Washington Commanders job. Either despite a tidal wave of support around the league for Washington to meet with him. An executive league source in the NFC shared with The Athletic his theory. The commanders passed on Vrabel because because of Rand Carthon. He fired Vrabel. Adam Peters was not going to hire the coach that his friend just fired. That's how this works sometimes. So now... It's Rand Carthon who fired Mike Vrabel, which isn't correct at all. It was Amy Adams-Strunk who made the decision, all right? So if you're reading into that, it's, hey, I should have got the Washington job, but they wouldn't hire me because, you know, Peter's best friend just fired me. That's why. It was politics. It wasn't because I didn't deserve it. That's the spin, all right? And it's absurd. It's a massive excuse. The only reason I didn't get the job is because he's friends with Ran. It was Amy Adams-Strunk who made the decision. Ran Carthon did not have the authority to fire Mike Vrabel. So again, that's nonsense to say that Adam Peters didn't want to hire you just because he worked with Ran Carthon in San Francisco. Like again, it's just incredible excuse making. It's absolutely absurd. And right now, Vrabel's camp is trying to spin the narrative to explain why he didn't get one of his jobs. He he interviewed with Carolina. He interviewed with Atlanta. He interviewed with the Chargers. Didn't get those jobs. Literally, those teams had interviews with Vrabel and then immediately went out and hired somebody else. 
So he can spin the narrative all that he wants and feed information to his media connections to explain why he didn't get the job. But the reality is none of these teams wanted him. Despite the fact, and again, I come back to this. Some of you guys are like, oh, you just hate Vrabel. Blah, 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 blah. I hate what Vrabel did to the team the last few years. I hated his philosophy, but I don't know Mike Vrabel personally. I don't dislike him as a dude. Might be a fun guy to have a beer with or something. You know what I mean? But it's just insane how the Titans were treated when Mike Vrabel was fired. That is why I keep bringing this up. That is why I keep going to these stories that have to do with Mike Vrabel because I am still pissed off about how everyone crapped on the Tennessee Titans for letting Mike Vrabel go because he's going to get a job right away because he's such a hot candidate because he's such a known commodity and then no one else wanted him. And now, now we're getting the excuses of, oh, it's Rand's fault that Mike Vrabel didn't get the job in Washington. And here's another little excerpt from from that uh, publication by Diana Rossini on the article. Here's another one. Quote, I don't think there was a fit for him. I don't think he sat in front of any owner who thought that his style was going to work for what they were looking for. I had a GM at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build. That he's very, he's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to people in an organization that are going to be part of these decisions. And that is a factor. Wait, 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 wait. So, ooh, got a little technical issue there. Glad you guys could see me again. Vrabel didn't get hired because Rand Carthon is friends with Adam Peters in Washington. And the other theory is Vrabel didn't get hired because he's too buff. I'm so buff, I didn't get a head coaching job. Is that what we're doing now? Is that the spin? Look at Dan Campbell. Look at Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn is a big dude. A lot of these coaches in the NFL are big dudes. Look at Washington. They had Ron Rivera. Like, what are we doing here? The hottest coach in the NFL circuit is Dan Campbell. He's a brick house. I was so big, I intimidated people, and that's why I didn't get a job. I mean, come on, man. Come on. The last thing I want to mention is, and I tweeted it over the weekend, Taylor Lewan spoke on Rich Eisen's podcast recently and said, I can't believe that Mike Vrabel didn't get a head coaching job. I think all 32 teams are making a mistake not hiring Mike Vrabel. And then he went on a three-minute rant about how Mike Vrabel absolutely belittled him in front of the team after he signed his big contract and said, what the heck are we paying you million dollars for? Absolutely was rough around the edges. Talked about how difficult he is to deal with. Rich Eisen said, why don't you hire him to be on the bus? And he said, oh, Mike Vrabel's got a big ego. I don't know. You know, we wouldn't be able to work together. He'd be tough to deal with telling him what to So he belittles his players in front of everybody. He's got a huge ego that makes him tough to work with. He's rough around the edges. But, like, Taylor LeWan said, I can't understand how he doesn't have a job. And then spent three minutes explaining exactly why he doesn't have a job. So, my whole point from this is not to crap on Mike Vrabel, but it's to say, maybe people shouldn't have been crapping on the Tennessee Titans. Hmm, Maybe. And one of the big things is, Mike Vrabel did not want to go with the modernization of this franchise. And Chad Brinker... 
Titans president of football operations is the man leading that charge. He did a great interview recently. I'm going to dive in to some of the highlights from that. So we're going to get into that right now. Before we do, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by DoorDash. All right, DoorDash always delivers, folks. Always delivers. I mean that figuratively and literally as well. I mean, whether it be just a meal, whether it be groceries, whether it be retail, DoorDash is going to come through in the clutch. And we got the big game this weekend, pregame, halftime, two-minute warning, in the clutch. You may need something to eat. And DoorDash is going to be there for you. What you need to do is download the DoorDash app right now. Use the promo code LOCKED23. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-23. You're going to get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. Subject to change, terms apply again. That's 50% off. Up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. All you got to do is download the DoorDash app, enter that code LOCKED23, subject to change, terms apply. Also want to tell you guys about eBay Motors. All right, passion, drive, patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, stuff I've never even heard of. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. They have over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Titans fans, let's cap off today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We talked about a potential mistake Brian Callahan could be making if he hires Thomas McGahee as his special teams coordinator. We talked about the big excuses that Mike Vrabel is making for not being a head coach right now. Now I want to get into an incredible interview that Titans president of football operations, Chad Brinker, did with the official Titans podcast, the one from the team, like the actual media people from the Tennessee Titans organization. Uh, did a sit down with him, talked about a ton of stuff. I encourage you guys to go check out that interview. It was really good. But some of the highlights I want to go over, and it's crazy to talk about Mike Vrabel. One of the comments that Chad Brinker made during this interview was that they wanted an organization that was demanding, but not demeaning. That was the quote, demanding, not demeaning. And I know that it's probably not intentionally meant to be a shot at Mike Vrabel, but it's impossible to not think about Mike Vrabel when you hear that. Like when we heard the hunting at the same time isn't hunting together. Like, it's just obvious that everyone in the organization wanted a more collaborative effort and that Mike Vrabel was not on board with that. He wanted one person at the top who makes the decisions and he wanted that one person to be himself. Okay? So, 
Going over some of the stuff here that Chad Brinker is going to be in charge of. He mentioned cap management, data analytics, data analysis, even security, software, football public relations. The whole idea of this is that Rand Carthon needs to focus on building the roster. If Rand Carthon has to build the roster and talk to the scouts and talk to the data people while also doing cap management, security, PR, software, like that is too much for one person. And it is impossible for one person to do all of that at a high enough level to compete with teams who have multiple people in multiple roles. Like when you ask one person to do all of that, while other good teams around the NFL have staffs and departments to do all of that, you see the disadvantage that you could put yourself at. So I loved hearing Chad Brinker lay out what he is going to be responsible for, and then he relays that information to Rand Carthon. One of the big things that stood out to me was, he said that the Titans were basically a startup. The Titans were a startup company when it came to data analysis, predictive software, analytics. I told you guys for multiple seasons in a row, whether you wanted to believe me or not, I told you I heard about it from multiple sources from different places. The Titans were not a modern and advanced franchise. When it came to equipment, when it came to software, when it came to staffing, they simply were not. That's why I keep saying they're going from mom and pop shop to Fortune 500 company. They're going from Main Street to Wall Street. These are the things I'm talking about. And Chad Brinker literally confirmed all of that in his interview, saying that the Titans were way behind on a bunch of stuff. And he said, it's going to take multiple years for us to catch up in certain areas with other teams. Again, predictive analysis, data models, analytics, staffing is a big thing there. Bringing in a staff to do these jobs. He gave major credit to Sarah Bailey, who's in charge of the Titans analytics right now, who came over from the Los Angeles Rams, where they won a Super Bowl. He gave incredible credit to Anthony Robinson, who is in charge of the scouting right now. It's just, some people look at it as, oh, well, Rand Carthon, it's a detriment to him. He's obviously not good enough to do all that. But why would you want everybody? Think about if one person had to do the entire pit stop for a NASCAR race or an F1 race. One person had to fill up the gas. One person had to change the tires. One person had to wipe off the windshield. One person had to give water to the driver. If one person had to do that, while all the other teams have multiple people to do that, who's doing the faster pit stop? The driver with multiple people doing the rolls. So think about it like that. The Titans need to be more than a one-man pit stop with Rank Arthon trying to do everything. And I love that. I love that. So calling the Titans a startup when Chad Brinker has been around, that gives you a window into how bad it really was and where the Titans need to go and what they need to do. But other than that, I like that Chad Brinker pointed out that Rand Carthon's trying to put together an all-star staff. He said that him and Rand Carthon are like long-lost brothers and the way they communicate, the way they operate together, the way they work as a team, they are in complete lockstep. And that gives me so much hope for what can come in the future. And he mentioned, Rand Carthon has more relationships than anyone he's ever known. Rand Carthon's relationships around the NFL are incredible. The amount of people that he knows, the amount of information he can get. And again, after coming from John Robinson, where you heard the anecdote from Terry Robisky about 
picking Kevin Dodd and how they had no information on him whatsoever. And they picked him anyways. We saw the mistakes that John Robinson made during the COVID drafts when getting information and being in college buildings and getting that sourced information about these prospects was more difficult. And he completely fumbled the bag because they did not have good information. They did not have a good network. They did not have good relationships around the NFL and around college football. And Rank Arthon is the opposite of that. Chad Brinker talked about the fact that they are looking to hire people to run AI predictive models on cap, on injuries, on data uh, analysts, on data engineers to come in and help them build some of this as well. So they're in the process of developing those roles, developing those positions. And again, that comes back to me. Amy Adams Strunk is investing and modernizing this franchise. Chad Brinker said, we are moving the Titans into the future. I mean, going from what we just saw Mike Vrabel saying, I'm so buff, that's why I didn't have a job. Think about that person being in charge of the entire franchise and the entire roster and how things operate and what they value. Like, again, it was a tough pill to swallow for some people, and it was a tough pill to swallow clearly for the media, but listening to Chad Brinker talk about what the future holds for the Titans and what they are doing behind the scenes and then comparing that to what was there before I don't know how you couldn't be incredibly excited for what's to come. But with that being said, again, tomorrow, I'm diving into some of these connections. Josh Jacobs to the Titans. Talking about Brock Bowers at pick seven. Cutting Amani Hooker. Just absolute nonsense going on out there. We're going to dive into all of that on tomorrow's show. So again, make sure you get subscribed. Stay subscribed to the number one Tennessee Titans podcast in the world. But as always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.